Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl V with Love V Talks. Please do not forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel at Love V Talks and follow me on Instagram at Love V Talks. That's L O V E V E E T A L K. So, I want to go ahead and get started. I mentioned in my very first episode when I was sharing with you guys ways to boss up Buttercup. <laughs> um, I mentioned at the end of my video that I wanted to share my own personal experience with bossing up. And basically bossing up my entire life and making a change and making a conscious decision that I wanted to do better. So, I really want to talk about who I am. I don't think you guys know who I am. <laughs> I did not introduce myself. Okay, I just hopped right on in it. Your girl just hopped in, started making podcasts. But um, my name is Vernicia, and a lot of people call me V. Um, I am from the Midwest, so I'm from Southern Illinois. I'm from East St. Louis. And a lot of people get that confused with St. Louis because, I mean, the name, you know, East St. Louis. So they assume that it's in Missouri. It's actually in Illinois. It's kind of borderline. Um, anytime you're in St. Louis and you visit and somebody asks you from the east side, they're referring to over the bridge, over the Mississippi River. So the only thing that's separating um, East St. Louis from St. Louis is literally a bridge. Um, we are right across the Mississippi River. So that's a little bit about me. So I was pretty much like born and raised in the area. So it's funny, like when I was in college, a lot of my friends are from Chicago and they used to make fun of me and say, well, not necessarily make fun of me, but like laugh because me and my friends from East St. Louis, we would say her, their, were, <laughs> and like everybody be like, oh my God, y'all sound like Nelly. Y'all sound like Nelly. Like people always associate St. Louis with Nelly know because that's where he's from and his accent and he really put St. Louis on the map when it came to like our culture especially um like black people from that area um like the urban culture in St. Louis and I really think people around the world when they hear about St. Louis they want to hear us speak like they like listening to the accent and kind of mocking it a little bit or whatever but yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Um, maybe I'll do like a little bit more in depth, but I feel like it's more important for me to talk about like my spiritual journey, self-awakening, um, realization, and things like that. So, oh my gosh, um, how did I get started with self-discovery? Um... It's a little bit typical to me. I kind of learned, well, not typical to me, but typical in the world of, you know, self-discovery, self-growth, um, meditation, things like that. It's pretty common for a lot of women specifically to start their journey after a breakup. It's crazy. It's like something bad have, has to happen between you and a relationship for you to finally go on your self-discovery journey. But that's just how the cookie crumbles. I don't think it's a bad thing. I feel like when it comes to breakups, breakups are associated with heartbreak, pain, grief, 
all these negative emotions and anybody who's ever been heartbroken is it is probably one of the worst feelings ever I would much rather be in physical pain than emotional pain because there's that's just a different type of pain so I can see why a lot of women go on this journey after a breakup because if you think about it a breakup is like a loss a lot of people actually grieve you know a lot of people tell you don't feel sad just move on but they don't understand that this person that you were with was a huge part of your life they were a huge part of your life I mean y'all spent time together y'all shared secrets you talked to this person on a regular basis you built some type of intimacy with them um probably met family members their friends they met your friends your family been there in hard times when you were sick or you know when a family member passed away so to basically tell somebody just to move on is in my opinion is disingenuous and I also feel like it is very dismissive for the simple fact that you're not giving that person enough time or honestly you're giving them making them feel ashamed or embarrassed about their feelings because that's kind of what I went through um with my last breakup you know a lot of people saying oh just get over it get over it get over it but this person was a huge part of my life for a, um, a couple of years so you know I mean people are going to have their opinions but if you go through a breakup, just understand that you are not alone. You are not the first person. You definitely won't be the last. But the good news is, after that first breakup, you should always, always, always learn something from that situation. You should come out a better person. Yes, the crap, it hurts so freaking bad. But I feel like in the end, when it comes to your own journey, learning about yourself, um, stumbling across information, knowledge that you should know is so important and just so amazing. That was like the most bittersweet, most beautiful, disgusting, frustrating, happy time in my life. <laughs> and it won't make sense until you actually go on the journey. I don't really know how to describe it other than that's something that you have to go through. So that is how I ended up on my journey of self-discovery, self-growth, and pretty much bossing up. Like I really had to grow up. I really had to I really had to take on childhood trauma, um, my own negative traits, and I had to look at them in their face and really go head to head one on one with every single last one of them. So, um, that's pretty much how I got started. So after my breakup, um, I was listening to, you know, I YouTube everything and you know, when you real hurt, <laughs> everybody who's been real hurt has probably done this, but you Google or you YouTube how to get over a breakup, how to feel happy again. Where do I start? So that's where I started. Okay. I was like on YouTube. I was listening to, I think I listened to a few podcasts. I can't remember any particular, in particular, but mainly on YouTube. And I, during that time, 
first of all, the breakup itself, it wasn't cold turkey. It was like a lot of back and forth. So there was a lot of um, feelings of confusion, feeling lost, feeling attachment, um, but also feeling a little detached, feeling incomplete, um, frustrated, angry, sad, depressed. Um, but I would also feel happy. So that's why it was like a, such a confusing time because it was such an emotional roller coaster. And although I was still dealing with this person, at the same time, I was still like on YouTube trying to look up things on how to get over a breakup and how to be independent and all this crap. And I was just like, this ain't working for me. Like I would listen to a video or I'll watch a video and I'm, I would feel so empowered. But then when something reminded me of the bad times, I would get so frustrated and I would get so angry. And I just felt like I was moving backwards. Like it wasn't a straight, you know, journey. It wasn't like it it was a couple zigzags, y'all. I took a couple U-turns. You feel me? I I stopped a couple times. I had to stop at the gas take gas station on the way. Um, I had to turn around because I missed my exit a few times. <laughs> y'all, it was just it was a lot. But I'm sure a lot of people can relate. Um, unfortunately. And there was so many things that I did not deal with before I got into this relationship, right? So, like, a lot of us get into relationships to mask our true feelings. What I mean by that is it is much easier to be in a relationship, to depend on somebody, to love on somebody, than to actually learn how to love yourself, than to actually learn how to depend on yourself, right? That's why a lot of people do it. Like, have you ever seen somebody... To where they will be in a, a long-term relationship. They'll probably be together for like four or five years. And then as soon as they break up, that person hops to another relationship. And then they're in another long-term relationship. There's no break in between. A lot of people will argue, okay, well, they, you know, that's just how they do things. Ugh. Listen to me. That teaches you a life of dependency. A life of, um, like, you don't really have a sense of who you are. Especially when you start doing that super young. Because if you think about it, just say you've been in a relationship since you were 14 years old, 15 years old. And you're like 30 now. You have spent half of your life focusing on somebody else's happiness. Focusing on somebody else's needs focusing on making somebody else happy spending time with them making them feel important when actuality during that time you should have been learning how to be independent now keep in mind this doesn't apply to everybody and I know a lot of people might try to argue this point but if you think about it there's a reason why a lot of parents um I mean another among other reasons but there's a reason why a lot of parents tell their kids you know you're not ready for a relationship because do you even know what the hell a relationship consists of? Do you think that a relationship is just all sweet and candy and it's just so wonderful and it's just amazing all the time? Hell no. So, and then when you do break up with this person, or if you do break up with this person, like, do you know how to handle yourself? 
Do you know how to handle the emotional stress? Do you know how to not depend on this person for happiness? Like, a lot of people lose their sense of independence. Um, their sense of, their like, following their own guidance because of this person. You know, a lot of women make a mistake of, and I, I, I say women a lot because, you know, a lot of women feel like they have to give up certain things to be in a relationship. And um, I, I feel like in, a, in, in certain ways, we're kind of taught that, you know, like giving up having fun. Like, I'm not the only one that sees on Facebook people making memes or videos about how, oh, I'm wifey because I stay at home all day. I don't go to the club. I just like reading. I like going to school. Girl, I do too. But guess what? I'm going to turn up on the weekends. I got to be boring. I got to be sad. I got to be lonely to look like I should be somebody's wife. Absolutely not. I, I should be out here living my best life. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like, you know, a lot of women are taught to like give up these things. So when it comes to relationships, you're like all the way in. But if we were smart, we would be like men. Have you ever noticed like people always complain about how like men have an easier time with breakups than women? It's not that men necessarily have an easier time. It's just that they don't give up the stuff that makes them happy because of a woman. Like if you notice the difference, like women, you know, when it comes to breakups, we're like, I did this for you. I did that for you. I gave my all. And it's like. Boo-boo, you shouldn't have did that, babe. Like, you messed up. You messed up. Because you weren't supposed to give up your friends. You weren't supposed to give up your family. You weren't supposed to give up your hobbies. You weren't supposed to give up things that made you happy. That's where we messed up. And that's why I messed up in many ways. Not because this person asked me to do these things, but I feel like we think that we have to do this stuff. When actuality, this person should be an addition. They shouldn't subtract anything from your life and you shouldn't feel like you have to take out anything in your life now yes you are going to spend more time with this person you know whatever um make time for them but don't completely x out the people that love you and don't completely x out activities that make you feel happy because you're gonna you're gonna need those things you know if y'all break up you're gonna need those things so I just went into a whole rant about relationships and that is not what this is about. <laughs> but I feel like this just really gives a lot of insight of where my head space was and why I decided to go on my self-discovery journey. So, boom. When me and this person decided to break up at that time, um, oh my God, like I went through the toughest time emotionally because I depended on this person for a lot of things, Okay. I moved out of town. Not only did I move out of town, but neither one of us knew anybody when we moved out of town. So we were in a small town. And once that breakup happened, it was almost like a death. I kid you not. That's what it felt like. I was so angry, so frustrated. I had so much resentment. And that's another thing. When you decide to give up certain things... Not even because they asked, but you just decide to do it because it makes you think that, well, if I give up this, then they're going to really think I'm the one for them. That's not true. It's either they think you're the one for them or they don't, period. Ain't no, you got to jump off a bridge to prove anything. You don't have to prove anything. Just be yourself. 
So anyway, um, it was such an awkward time. And I was doing all this research on how to make yourself happy, you know, how I'm supposed to feel about my how I'm supposed to feel about myself. And I remember one particular day I was watching videos and I ran across Eon Levan Zant. I love her. She's like an older auntie, like a great aunt that you go to for advice and she just has a she's just like a breath of fresh air and gives you great advice and makes you feel so warm and loved. And I was watching her videos and she just made me feel so empowered after I watched her video about how to get over a breakup. And I struggled with that because even though she made me feel empowered, it did not it what I was feeling was only the surface. I didn't dig up anything. I didn't take on anything hands-on. So, you know, I realized that I kind of, I lack impatience sometimes. And I also kind of have like a short temper. Um, and I really had to work on that. You know, um, feeling great about myself is, is wonderful, but I didn't dig up anything so that I could be prepared for my next relationship, you know, or getting back with this person. Um, so it's like, yeah, I mean, this makes you feel good temporarily, but you really got to work on the inside. Um, and I remember I was scrolling on Facebook and I was, I can't, I don't even know who it was by, but it was almost like a switch went off in my brain. That's what it felt like. It felt like I was opened up. I was introduced to a totally different world. I will never forget, I was scrolling on Facebook, and I ran across this quote, and I'm not, I, I don't know a word for word, I don't know a verbatim, but it was saying, like, you are in control, or you're in control of every aspect of your own life. Nothing that anybody does to you is permanent. You can change that narrative. And it's almost like it clicked in my mind because I realized I was choosing to be sad. I was choosing to be frustrated and angry. I was choosing to put the blame on somebody else instead of doing my own self-reflecting. And it just really made me want to dive more into that world of changing my mindset. So after I saw that, hopped on um, YouTube. And I don't know if I actually looked up like meditation or I think I, I love music. So music really speaks to me. So like, I think I looked up music to listen to, to really help bring out negative energy. And that's when I started um, discovering meditation and I am affirmations and things like that. And so I ran across this young lady. I believe her name is Sparkle. Um, she has her own YouTube channel. And Sparkle was basically talking about how when you first go on your journey, when you first start speaking really beautiful things to yourself, it feels really fake. You feel like, like, why am I wasting my time doing this? But if you think about it, we spend more time telling ourselves negative thoughts, negative things more often than we do positive things, right? 
So, of course, it's going to feel fake because you tell yourself majority of the time these negative things. So, at first, when I was telling myself, like, I'm so beautiful, I'm so amazing, I'm so loving, I'm so caring, I take accountability for my actions, you know, I'm I'm five steps forward and, you know, I'm a lot further than I thought I was and I'm so bright and I'm so wise and I make such great decisions and blah, 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 blah. At first it was like, I felt like a waste of time. But once I made it a habit every single day to tell myself these things, you know, 15, 20 minutes a day, whatever, um, it became more and more real. It felt like it was me. It really changed my entire world with just saying sweet, nice, beautiful, encouraging things to myself changed so much about how I thought about me, how I thought about the world around me, and the things that I know that I had power over, things that I could change. So once my words started really resonating with me, I took a conscious decision to take accountability over taking care of my body and my mind, right? Because my body and my mind are so important to me. So I slowly started back eating healthier, going to the gym, lifting weights more, going for walks, drinking more water. I've always been a water drinker, but I started becoming more conscious about the type of water I was drinking, right? Like I would drink Fiji spring water. Spring water is some of the best water that you can drink um, because it's pretty, it's pure, but it has all those amazing minerals that your body needs. So If you think about it, your body is made up of about 80% of water. So when you change the type of water that you put into your body, it helps for you to think clearer, to have more energy. You know, your skin will glow, you'll lose weight, you just feel great. So I started slowly making these changes. And like, I kid you not, within like a couple weeks span, people were making comments to me like, V, you look so good. Like your skin Something about you, you just look like you're glowing. You look amazing. It w- I think it has something to do with the things that I was telling myself. But I also think that the way that, like, um, I was pretty much training myself to be kind to myself, to really care about my body, the things I put inside my body, the things I put on my body, really changed my entire perspective about everything I mean absolutely everything and for those people who know me know that I am an eyelash technician and I really wanted to do eyelashes full-time and one thing that I learned about my journey was that your words have so much power so I said okay if my words have power then what I'm going to do is every day I'm going to envision myself Having so many clients coming to me, I'm able to work. I'm able to work for myself full time, make lots of money, be independent. Y'all, I kid y'all not. I would say this prayer to get more clients, have more business, like every day, and within like a few days, I was getting like random calls, random text messages, random inboxes from people I've never met before. I would check my email. And so many women were like already booking appointments. Never. These were like their first appointments ever. I've never even met these women before. 
and um, they were like booking with me. Um, some of them paid full in advance, like paid the entire thing, never even met me before. And I thought that was like the craziest thing ever. And that was when I really realized that the things that I say to myself, the, the words that I speak over myself have so much power. And the fact that I was believing it um, really put so much emphasis on the things that I was saying. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much how I got started on my journey. And the reason why I say that the journey was so bittersweet, so frustrating, so it had me angry, sad, happy. It was because at the same time that I was gaining, you know, amazing energy, powerful energy was the same time that I was getting rid of you know, negativity, getting rid of toxic energy, um, traits that I need to work on, um, trauma, you know, so that's why it was such a bittersweet experience. And sometimes I have my moments, but for the most part, I am so much different than what I was a few months ago. If you would have talked to me before, like a few months ago, you would have thought I was a completely different person. Because I am. And I mean I look different. I feel different. You know, I I I make better decisions. And it's just amazing. And I encourage anybody to go on this journey. And you don't have to go through like trauma or you don't have to go through a breakup in order to wanna do like self discovery, you know. Um I think that that's a, a huge mistake that a lot of us make. We don't want to do this thing until we're hurt and we don't have a choice. But I don't want you to get hurt or heartbroken for you to finally realize that you need to make some changes in your life. But that's just how, you know, I discover myself and a lot of other people. But I want us to learn how to do these things without feeling pain or trauma or heartbreak or grief before we finally decide to settle down and really love ourselves and have a, a conversation with yourself like what the hell am I doing why am I doing this like okay I need to do something about this like right now you deserve so much out of life you deserve so much you you owe yourself these things right like we can say somebody owes us money. We can say somebody owes us this, blah, 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 blah. But when the last time you looked at yourself and you said, I really owe myself the time and the energy to really take time out to eat better or to think better or to say nicer things to myself or to really work hard in school, you owe yourself this. You owe yourself this because you deserve the best of everything. Whatever you want, you should have it. And I sound like a preacher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to preach to nobody, y'all. I'm not trying to preach to nobody, but that's just what I'm saying. Like, you really, really, really got to sit down and look at yourself and just write out the things that frustrate you the most and say what you're going to do to fix those things. What are you going to do to fix them? Because you have control. I don't care what the next person did to you. Okay, cool. What you going to do next? What's up? Yeah, they hurt your feelings. Yeah, they hurt your heart. Okay, now what? What you going to do about it? It's completely up to you. We are not responsible for the for other people. We are responsible for ourselves.
It's easy to say, well, they shouldn't have did this to me. You're right. They shouldn't have. But you also shouldn't indulge in that. You also shouldn't give them the power to think that they have any type of control over you. So now what? Now what? Now it's time for you to make a decision. So I'm not trying to sound like a preacher or I'm, I'm, I know everything. I don't. I'm just sharing with y'all my experience and the things that I just really had to discover about myself. And fair warning, you know, it's going to be a frustrating this journey because when you first start speaking nice things to yourself, taking care of yourself, you're going to be questioning why you're doing it. You're going to be questioning like, this is so fake. Why am I doing this? Like, this is stupid. I don't feel any different. You're going to feel like that for a little while. But best believe when you make it into a habit, it's just going to come off naturally. And I also want to share with you guys, before I go, I like to listen to frequencies. So basically what frequencies are, are sound waves. And um, the science behind it is water holds memory. So when you listen to a certain sound waves frequencies um and because your body is made up of a, about 80 percent of water when you change the frequency of your body the tune of your body you feel differently you attract um the frequency that you are vibrating right we're constantly moving we're constantly vibrating since water holds memory right and your body is made up of 80 percent of water you want to change the, the frequency of the water in your body so what I like to do is I like to listen to certain frequencies and you can easily find there's so many videos on YouTube that I like to listen to. Um, there's frequency of love, um, self-love. My favorite frequency, I'm still kind of learning them, but my favorite one is 432HZ. Okay, the frequencies that you want to listen to, if you ever see a video... Um, that says like a number and an HZ, that is a frequency, a sound wave. I like to listen to 432 because that's considered the miracle tone. And I feel this surge of energy going through my body. I feel so relaxed. I feel so amazing when I listen to it. There's so many that work on your body, that work on, you know, um, how you feel about money and self-love and Romantic relationships, platonic relationships, all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, if you ever have a chance, you guys, 432 is a, an amazing frequency to listen to. Um, oh, God, I think 642, forgive me, guys. 642 is, I think, it attracts love. Um, and there's a, a few other frequencies that I like to listen to. But those are the main two, and there's several others. But you will discover them because they'll tell you what they are. Just search them on YouTube. Look up um, HZ frequencies, and I'm pretty sure a lot of them will pop up. That's how I ended up finding them. But, yeah, start doing that tonight. Start listening to, like, a love frequency. And while you're doing that, imagine yourself in an amazing place in your life. And you're looking at yourself in the mirror. And you're like really admiring yourself. Everything about you. Say nice words to yourself. Either out loud or in your head. But listen to those frequencies for at least 15 to 20 minutes. And see how you feel. Write your feelings out on a notepad. 
Um, just really talk to yourself. Have a conversation with yourself. But yeah, that is all for this podcast. Please do not forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel at Love V Talks. And do not forget to follow me on Insta- Instagram at Love V Talks as well. Please do not be afraid to inbox me, um, DM me, like, comment, whatever. Um, I will always reply. Um, stay tuned for my next podcast. I love you guys so much. Deuces.